Hello, this is Michaela at Warren and Mounts Agency, and I'm popping in to do a an intro for this video. We mistakenly called this episode um, number such and such, and that was incorrect. This is going to be episode number 11. Today, we're gonna to be diving in a little bit deeper to why rate increases happen and some different ways of how you as a client um, even us as clients can kind of counteract or combat those those rate increases. Talk a little bit more about what we offer, what we do here. Lastly, one more thing I wanted to mention before we jump into the podcast. I wanted to give a client shout out. Um, this client left us a review and we just wanted to send praise and thank you for leaving us such an awesome review. Um, her name's Trisha. And she says, what a great group of people to work with. Always quick to respond, professional, and happy to answer any questions I had. They made the transition seamless and hassle-free. The best part, they were able to save me money on a monthly premiums while adding more benefits. It's a win-win. Thank you so much, Trisha, for leaving such an awesome review. Um, as I'm sure many of you know, reviews are so insanely helpful to our business. So thank you for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you want to learn a little bit more about rate increases, what we do here at Warren Mounts, please keep on listening. It's October 4th, 2022. October 4th, 2022. We've officially been open to the public for 367 days. Congratulations, everyone. One year, two days. One year, two days. Yep. What a year. What a year. What a year. We Did made it. my teeth. Oh, you look good. Yeah, so, yeah, that went, went by super, super fast. It did. So we wanted to come on and talk about several things. Um, yeah, thanks for all the customers that we, you know, that have trusted us in the first. Yeah. What, over first 500? Year? Yeah. Over yeah. 500 customers. Between all our commercial customers, all of our personal customers. Yeah. Some of those customers have both commercial and personal policies. So yeah, yeah. that's so wild. Awesome. So thanks to, thank you to everybody yep. that, yeah. that, that has supported us and trusted us. And if, even if you're not with us, if you let us quote you, thank you for that. Yep. Um, yeah. We'll be circling back to you, quoting you some more. Yeah, so, we quoted off, a lot. Thanks. We, we, <laughs> we quoted a lot of people last year around this time yeah. and weren't able to save them. Like what was that list, like 200 some people that we quoted? Yeah. I mean, I give or take, uh, give or th take that we just weren't competitive with. So, oh yeah, the support has been un oh, unbelievable, yeah. mind blowing. So, good things happen to good people. Good karma. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So with that being said, um, a couple of things that we want to talk to, with you guys about really is number one. Um, since we've been open a year, we've got lots of stuff coming up for renewal, right? Yep. So we've got, you know, people's policies coming up for renewal, rates are changing. Um, we obviously have had a crazy year with the economy, um, just the market, inflation sure. is crazy. Um, so we're gonna talk about rate increases a little bit. I mean, just kind of the explanations for why those are happening yeah. and kind of give you some insight there because that's happening across the board. So yep. um, we'll talk about that. And we got some other stuff, right? Uh, yeah. So along with the rate increases, being a brokerage and how we can yeah. assist you um, and the options that we have to help overcome those rate increases. Yeah. Um, perks. Perks, for sure. Working with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This will be uh, different kinds of agencies. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. This will be a good one around, just strictly around insurance for the most part, I would say. Yeah. So, which will be good. We haven't done this one yet. We, I think the first one, all four of us jumped on here. We 
what we talked about our stories and yeah kind of how we all got to where we're at mm -hmm. and um, haven't really talked a lot about insurance we try to bring in other people and and hear their stories and hear their successes and and, and their you know their failures and stuff so yeah. we're gonna talk about our stuff and um, hopefully it'll be educational for you guys yeah so what yeah so let's let's hit it right let's jump into what, it. what why do your rates increase what's, okay what's the reason? rates increase so rates increase are going to be in insurance is a delayed effect right um, when you see lumber cost and you see vehicle prices going up um, you know that's been happening over the past you know what two to three years mm -hmm. right well what ends up happening is these, these insurance companies they have rated for X amount of dollars for you know a claim to be paid out on this house or this this car or whatever it may be right well whenever they start having these claims and they're not rated correctly because the price has increased well then guess what happens it is a delayed effect on the insurance and then then they take you know the rate increases to make up for those losses um, you know over the last two or three years right so that's why you guys are seeing increases is because of everything else that's going up right I know that's what everybody says but again it's just a delayed thing now this is good this is actually great because this is going to steady out the market it's going to balance itself out um, so you, you're always going to see a couple years where insurance companies take increases and then they balance themselves out as long as they do it correctly okay and majority of our companies especially our you know better ones right um, the a-plus rated ones and stuff like that mm -hmm. they're they're doing things correctly the state farms of the world they're doing things correctly they're not buying markets so um, so that's what you want to see right because um, if not you're going to be you know instead of seeing 10 15 20 percent increases you're going to start seeing 60 70 80 percent increases if they don't do these things properly so, so we can expect basically what you're saying this is a this is healthy 100 percent this is what we're seeing. It's not fun no. to see the increases, like, you know, from paying your bills standpoint, but it's healthy mm -hmm. to see these increases. Yeah, when the market's flooded with money and I mean, it's just, and inflation is going up. I mean, it's, 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 you gotta have increases. You just have to, you have to. I mean, the insurance companies, they have to, they have to be rated properly. Um, you know, and this is what, this is the time for the increase. And this is um, an industry wide, 100%. situation right now yeah. um, because of inflation it's not just with the carriers we offer it's across the board mm -hmm. I know you mentioned State Farm so we can expect to see this again like all the mm -hmm. companies that we have yeah in addition to any other captive mm -hmm. agency yeah no this isn't just like State Farm American Family yeah this shelter. is I mean this is gonna be all the way across the board it might not all happen all at once right um, in certain, you know, certain certain companies are going to be in certain states, right? So um, those increases are, you know, are going to be looking a little differently, right? Um, versus a company that's 50 states wide, you know, then they have they have more policies to, right. to you know, they have more money because insurance is a basically a big, a large pool of, I mean, everybody puts their money into a pool, right? And then that's how you get your insurance coverage. Okay? Does this so do these rate increases as the, it's increasing along with the economy. Is this helping keep the insurance companies financially stable? Hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's what you want. I mean, you yeah. you want, I mean, you want a financially stable company, right? Like that's that's what you want. I mean, at the end, you of want the day. them to be able to pay out on the yeah. claims if you have claims. <laughs> yeah. So right. that's important. You do. Yeah. yeah, they need to be funded properly themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. No, and there's one thing that you mentioned a second ago, um, probably a couple minutes back. 
you said you know companies that are buying markets mm-hmm. okay so explain what buying a market is because a lot of people a lot of people for example yesterday I was on the phone with a customer and they're like hey I, I found this company randomly mm-hmm. and you know when we quoted against that company they're a brand they're a new company within the last year and mm-hmm. their rate was extremely cheap I'm talking yeah like so. half the price of anything that we're that we're looking at but that company was new to the market came in and they bought yeah. it all up so what's that mean so that's a great question so really I mean when it comes to buying a market what what happens is sometimes you'll have insurance companies take big decreases in the area mm-hmm. right they'll pick an X amount of area and they'll say okay we're gonna we're gonna buy this market we're gonna try to be that go-to carrier in this market right mm-hmm. so what's gonna happen is you're gonna have a ton of new clients you know be fun or be you know going into this new business or to this new company right and it's a 50 50 chance i mean chance and i mean shot in the dark there right because it could go very well right because they've just increased their revenue by a ton but let's say you have a bunch of claims come through then they're not rated properly and they have all these new a flood of new clients coming into their company so so all their rates have not been adjusted correctly and then now they're paying out on all these claims and stuff mm-hmm. like that so Again, I'm not saying that's bad, right? It just depends on the year. Um, and sometimes when you see somebody, like if you look at State Farm, State Farm is really good with this. They they are never the cheapest. They're never the they're never the most expensive either. They're always very competitive, and that's what you want to look for. Mm-hmm. Insurance is great. Everybody hates paying for insurance. I hate paying for insurance, but you need stability, okay? And when when companies do that it's a it's a what if scenario there right yeah. because i mean if it goes well meaning there's not a lot of claims well guess what now they they they've got into a market and and they can be that go-to carrier um at some point in time that'll catch up with them but um overall it's a it's a it's a risk realistically no and i think the reason just to be clear the reason why that's important to the consumer the customer mm-hmm. is because you, you can say okay well if a company buys a market and then their rates increase i can just go somewhere else the next year mm-hmm. and yeah you can but you what you need to understand is on your end you want to stay with one company for as, as long right. as you can so we talk about it all the time we're going to shop rates every two to three years mm-hmm. okay unless there's just massive increases Mm-hmm. We're going to remarket and re and reshop those rates every couple of years. Um, the reason that we do that, and the reason it's important that customers understand that, is when you have an insurance score. Mm-hmm. Okay, we talk to people all the time about their insurance score, and being with a company and showing the stability and the dependability of yourself yep. and your consistency mm-hmm. as a consumer is important for your insurance rates. But, so when you're bouncing around back and forth yep. and you're just shopping for the best price, you could be you could be paying. A few extra dollars a month to be mm-hmm. with a very consistent company, mm-hmm. a very good company that's not always the cheapest, just like Jake mm-hmm. mentioned. But you're always protected. You're always with it. You're always in a good spot. Yep. And in the long run, you're saving tons of money because you're keeping your insurance score where it needs to be. I like comparing it to like your credit score, right? If you're taking your credit and you're running your credit every month, right, or every six months, not even not. It's more so like every month. Let's say every time you run your credit, it puts a ding on your credit, right? And over time, those small dings will start affecting your credit, right? Mm-hmm. They're soft yeah. pools, they're hard pools, whatever that looks like. So same thing with your insurance score. Like these carriers, you gotta think of it if yourself as, as if you are a carrier. Let's say you go to a client and that client is a shopper and they shop every single year, they're switching companies every single year, every, every, every year. Well, that's gonna, over time, it's not gonna affect you realistically in the first couple years, but over a three, four, five, six year time frame. 
that's going to start affecting you. And what I mean by that is that these companies are going to start saying, hey, this, this person here, this insurance score, this is a shopper, meaning this risk is higher because if we have a claim and we pay out $200,000 or $50,000, whatever that number is, they're going to leave us at the end of the year no matter what. And mm -hmm. then they just took that hit the first year without collecting any insurance premium. Yeah. And that's not just for one person, right? Again, it's a large pool of numbers. That's what insurance is. So they are going to avoid not just you particular, but anybody that is like that, right? Think, anybody that is a shopper like that. Yeah, I like that you said um, taking on the perspective of the insurance agency. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just like, you know, helping out a friend. If you're, Do you want to help out a friend who's constantly putting themselves in predicaments or do you want to help a friend who Correct. can also help themselves? Right, right. So, and I think yeah. the insurance companies kind of look at us um, as the friend, you yeah. know, yeah. who yeah. who's constantly finding themselves in predicaments or who mm -hmm. is kind of self-sustainable, who yeah. pays their bills, who has the nice, pretty um, insurance score. Yeah. So, and, so yeah, go on. I was going to say, so you mentioned being able to shop every two to three years. We're able to do that because we're a brokerage. Mm -hmm. So we yeah. have access to all of the different carriers where you're captive. If you're with a captive company, meaning they can only offer what they have, they're not able to do that. So yep. obviously we don't want to do that super often because this insurance score, we want that to maintain for mm -hmm. you guys. But where we do come in helpful is when that rate increases, yep. we can do that mm -hmm. for you. You don't have to go out to every different company and do it yourself. Correct, mm -hmm. and that's a great point because in times like the times that we are in, to be, I mean, and there's just nothing against any captive agencies. Like there's a ton of great captive agents mm -hmm. out there. I mean, there's a ton of great insurance companies in general out there. Like don't let, don't ever let anybody say that, oh, that company's bad. There are bad companies out there, but there's a lot of good companies right. too. Um, just because they, they pay out more in claims, that doesn't mean that they're a better company. That usually just means there might be a bigger company, right? Just because mm -hmm. you're bigger doesn't mean you're better. Mm -hmm. um, but. In times like the times that we are in, having a brokerage is probably your biggest asset because guess what? Then we know what the market looks like. Where is everybody else at? If one carrier's this and another carrier's that, but overall, the you know, out of 30 carriers, we're at this rate, right? Well, we know, you know, that that's about where the rates will be, and if they're not there yet, that's where they're going to be going. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a great point. So that's that's great, and we can shop you guys through every carrier that we have. Um, and again, we have higher risk, lower risk um, type carriers, so it's 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 it's, it's option options is beneficial right now. Yeah. And we're and we're continually trying to add more carriers yep. to our arsenal yep. as well. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things let's 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 kind of highlight this real quick too. The, the term broker. A lot of people get that term. I think there's kind of a, a mixed feeling on what a broker mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Some people when they hear broker, they think um, you're just the person that shops for me, and then once you get me set up you're out of the picture. You just kind of took care of the middleman part for me. That's not the way that we operate. We're a brokerage, we're an independent agency, but we're still your agent. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really important for people to understand. So just because we have Nationwide at Travelers and Liberty Mutual and all these different companies, when and we've got clients with all kinds of different companies, we are still the ones that are taking mm -hmm. care of you. Mm -hmm. And we're still the ones that if you have a question, um, hey, backed into my garage door, call us, yep. okay, yep. call us. We'll, we'll advise you on what to do. We're yeah. still the person that's taking care of you, just like if you had a state farm agent, just like mm -hmm. if you were farmers. Yep. Um, and we still do all those things, and that's really important to understand there. And that's where, like, insurance comes into play where, you know, again, prices 
is definitely important, right? I mean, everybody wants to pay low amount of money for good policies, good coverages, all that good stuff, right? Like that's 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 what you want. But there's not any insurance agent out there that can control the rates that they're quoting people, yeah. right? They can't do it. They cannot control anything about that. So the only thing we can control is the service that we offer people, right? Mm -hmm. Of how efficient we are, how quickly we get. I, I take a ton of pride on getting back to people ASAP, right? That's, that's, that's the only thing I can control is my efficiency. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing that I think that not just us four owners do a very good job with, but our entire staff. I think our entire staff, you know, we lead by example with efficiency and, 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 and providing that service. Um, and if we don't know something, because there's a lot of stuff that I that we don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but guess what? We'll figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. We'll call, we'll make the calls, and we'll get the answers for you guys um, versus giving you guys some kind of bullshit answer um, realistically. We'll, we'll spend the two hours on the phone so that you don't have to. Right. As our yeah, absolutely. Yep. So I think that's where... Again, I mean, that's of course, we're of course biased, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, you know, we, we think we're the best of the best because of that, right? But I do believe that. Like, I do believe if you put us up against, maybe not from a knowledge or experience level, but from a, a, a caring and, and taking pride in what we do, 100%, I think we, we, would, we would go up against anybody mm -hmm. around here. Another thing that I really applaud everybody, all four of us, Caleb, Janny, and here too, is educating our, our yeah. mm -hmm. clients. We that was one thing that you just kind of said. Um, sometimes it makes sense to file a claim and sometimes it doesn't. Right. We just ran mm -hmm. into a situation where there were two different claims. Like one should have been listed, the other should not have been listed. Yep. And it's kind of unfortunate for them because that is affecting their rates. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I, I really applaud our office for educating our clients on their coverages, yeah. when to use their coverages, when not to use their coverages. Sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't, so. 100%, and that's, um, again, that goes into us, right? right. I mean, it's, it's easy if somebody calls, I need to file a claim, okay, great, we'll transfer you over, get the claim filed, but to take an extra, you know, two or three steps to say, okay, hey, Tell me what's happened. Let's 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 hear this out. Let's okay. Now let's talk about this. Okay, so you have a, a two thousand dollar. You know, it's about two thousand dollars worth of damages. You got a thousand dollar deductible. Okay, the insurance company's going to pay out a thousand bucks, right? Uh, Jake, is that going to make my rate go up? Well, you know, it will. Not not a ton, right? Maybe five, ten bucks a month, whatever it is. But that's over three years, right? And then let's say you have another claim mm -hmm. where it is a you know a, a claim that you have to file a claim, mm -hmm. right? Like there's a fifty thousand dollar you know worth of damages, and then there's no question. Then you have two claims within a short amount of time, when realistically you maybe could have. It's a what if game at the end of the day, and everybody's number is going to be different. Right, um, you know, five hundred bucks to one person might that might be claim worthy to that person, right? Um, and it might not be claim worthy to somebody who has a five thousand dollar payout, you know, uh, damage, right? Mm -hmm. it just every number right. is going to be different for every person, but it's having the conversation and trying to do the best we can to basically say what are the what if scenarios in every single scenario. Right. So that that's a big one with like the glass claims too. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a really like. It's an important piece because it's not very much money to file a glass can claim, especially if we put it on there. Yep. What's um, a glass claim? So, uh, on on every auto policy, you're gonna have your regular, you know, comprehensive and collision deductibles. Mm -hmm. So, most of the companies that we have, you can put on there for you know a hundred dollar yep. uh, 
glass repair mm-hmm, or two hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And so it's very tempting for the customer. They, you know, they're driving behind a dump truck, mm-hmm. and rock hits their windshield, and they say, "Hey, I need a new windshield, and it's going to cost them five hundred dollars to get mm-hmm. it fixed." Well, they'll pay the, the hundred dollars or the two fifty, yep. and before you know it, that's a that's a comp claim that mm-hmm. you know. Just like Jake said, that one claim is not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, when you actually do hit a deer, yep. and you got seven thousand dollars worth of damage, yep, and or you, you get know. another rock six months later, yeah, because yep. unfortunately that's uncontrollable too. Yep, and the so, comp yeah. the comp claims aren't as big of a deal, right? Because a comp claim mm-hmm. is out of your control. Hitting a deer is a comp claim that's out of your control, right? You can't mm-hmm. control that a deer ran out in front of you, right? So those will start to add up. So just because you have a, you know, people people always say, oh, well, it's a comp claim. It's not going to hurt me. You're right. It's not going to. But when you start adding those up, it starts decreasing your insurance score, which that's what hurts you. Okay. Yeah. It's not like it's a surcharge on your policy as like a collision claim, right? Like let's right. say you're driving and you run into, let's say I run into Dusty. That's my fault. That is going to be a collision claim. And I want the damages fixed on my vehicle. I'm going to file a collision claim, right? I'm right. going to file a collision, um, you know, or I'm gonna file a claim on my collision policy cover coverage. So in your experience, what is the like how heavy does the collision claims, how heavy do those weigh on the rates? And then how heavy do the comp claims weigh on the rates? I mean collision I mean, I don't have the I don't know the, like an actual percentage or anything, but I mean a collision is gonna be an at fault accident. Okay. Collision which is, is heavier. Be, which is way heavier. A comprehensive is just going to be a claim, but again, it's like I I, I compare it like this. When you have a collision claim on your policy, that's like you, you know, not paying, you know, you just say you have a car payment and you just quit paying on it, right? Yeah. And and you just defaulted on your loan. Okay. That that's gonna be comparable to a collision claim for a lack of a better of a an example here. A comprehensive claim is like you running your credit, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna put a ding on your credit, right? But it's not gonna be that much. Um, that's that's the easiest way to look at it. Okay. But the more comp claims you do, they Correct. just continually just more up. claims yep. in general it doesn't yep. matter if it's a glass claim which is a comp claim um it doesn't matter the claim um and that's where again just just having the conversation mm-hmm. i always we always tell people like don't ever be afraid to use your insurance right but don't abuse it correct use it wisely yeah informed decisions it's, it's funny it's all, you, you guys remember how like in, in school you get the people that are like on pace for perfect attendance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like they get to their senior year and they've still never missed a day. Mm. And so like no matter what, they're sick, they're still coming like because they're trying to get that award at the at the assembly for insurance. It's funny because we see customers that are kind of like that. You've mm-hmm. got people that oh, yeah. have never you know, if you've never used proud. a claim in twenty <laughs> had a claim in twenty years, I'm sure there was probably some opportunities to file a claim. Yeah. But they probably had the mindset of I don't want to do it if I don't have to. And then Correct. those people have the best rates that you will ever see. Yes. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. 100%, absolutely. Like, but then you'll see the other side of it, mm-hmm. where you know we'll, we'll run quotes for somebody, and, and then there's four, you know. Four. Sorry, Every, you're ineligible mm-hmm. because you yeah. have made too many claims. Yeah, like, everything is a delayed effect. Like everything, rates increases, and which exactly what you're saying. The people that are bragging that oh I've never had a claim in 20 years, and you know they hate paying for insurance. And hey, I agree. I hate right. paying for insurance too. But that has that's why you have seven cars and you're paying 150 bucks a month, you know, for all seven cars or 200 bucks a month when other people are paying 200 bucks a month per car, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it, it just it all adds up down the down the road, and that's where it's so hard to 
to judge that. That's why eliminating those small claims, no matter no matter what kind of claim it is, anything under twenty five hundred bucks, in my opinion, I'm not putting it on my insurance ever, ever, right? And that number will change right over time, but because it, it's going to affect you down the road. Um, but yeah, again, you just compared the insurance score to credit score. Mm-hmm. So insurance companies also look at your credit. They don't actually take a ding on your credit, yep. but they're taking your credit into consideration. So mm-hmm. your rates also reflect that as well. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that all kind of goes in with your insurance. Your insurance score is a, it's not like it's a number we usually see. Some companies will show us your insurance score, but mm-hmm. your insurance score is made up of a ton of different things. You know, how long you've been with the company, your claims history, your credit history, um, if you're late on a payment. And um, each company, looks at all of these things differently. Mm-hmm. So for example, you know, Warren Insurance Company might take um, the credit score very heavily into consideration or Mounts Insurance Company might take claims heavier right. into right. consideration. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. No, that's right. I mean, it's like there's, there's some companies, I actually saw an article the other day where like, it was like the best companies for different categories, mm-hmm. right? And like for an example, like nationwide, someone who has bad credit nationwide was the number one insurance company in the you know in the country mm-hmm. for people with not right. the best insurance score, not the best credit score. Mm-hmm. So um, and that's another reason why the brokerage is so mm-hmm. effective because we have all these companies that have different niches and different mm-hmm. you know markets and different clientele that they right. that they favor. Mm-hmm. And so when we have those options, I mean. And, and it, it's so funny too because we'll, we'll have multiple quotes going and one of them will be outrageous with this company and then mm-hmm. the next one it's a very similar type of mm-hmm. scenario and they're, they're flip-flopped and right. there's just some differences in yeah. you know it I could mean, be credit score it could be mm-hmm. age of the drivers it could be you know it just depends mm-hmm. so yeah. and that's the other beautiful thing about it is that things change I was just gonna yeah. say circumstances life um, yeah. changes like you could have somebody who doesn't have a claim for 10 years and they have three in one year or yeah. one month like I've seen that happen before and it's mm-hmm. like gosh dang like what the heck that's just yeah mm-hmm. um, but to have for, for us to first of all have the knowledge and know okay well we know that this company tends to do best mm-hmm. with multiple mm-hmm. back-to-back claims in a given year and these companies are out of the question so now how can we like reorient or refabricate a good policy for right. this person's new set of circumstances yeah so going back to um us as the agent because we're not we're a broker sure and i feel like that's the shopping part we're kind of mm-hmm. doing the shopping for you but we're also your agent and we also communicate with you educate you right. um on your policy what other um pros are there that come with working with a brokerage well let's talk about the standard of coverage that we that we do here too yes because that, that's really important as well and i have a story time for this as well okay you want to go ahead and do it <laughs> no i okay, want so, to explain the coverages first <laughs> so so we've had and the reason this comes up is because we've had two like yesterday literally that were they just didn't know what the numbers mean so you guys see 100 300 mm-hmm. or 2550 or whatever 300 combined and we have a standard of coverage and those are your li- your liability limits and your property mm-hmm. damage limits okay mm-hmm. and it's really important that you are that you have a good amount of coverage that's going to protect right. you in today's world correct all right so for example if you have state minimum coverages okay that's what the state requires you to carry so for missouri for missouri it's 25000 
individually, okay, so mm-hmm. 25000 per person of liability, 50000 per the accident, and $25,000 of property damage. An ambulance ride alone is going to run you thirty k, okay? Right, right. I mean, right off the bat, if, if you're in a wreck, right? I don't, I don't think it was that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so Absolutely. scared to I mean, be an okay, ambulance well, ride. I was thinking like five to ten. No, no. I was just thinking two. Clearly, none of us have had an ambulance ride, so okay. I, I feel like does he has? Okay, I have, and that was a big bill <laughs> oh, that, yeah, paid, that I paid for a long time. Twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay, it was around twenty. Okay, but it wasn't that far. It was. You taking a freaking a luxury ambulance? I mean, and I'm not joking. Or I am joking. Or I'm not joking because don't. Okay, it was let's, a let's backtrack. Let's, tra- let's backtrack. <laughs> I could be wrong on the numbers here. Okay, my point is the ambulance ride. One hundred fifty thousand dollars. Let's do a quick Google. <laughs> We're all this sitting here thinking. Look, Jesus, Caleb didn't take an ambulance ride a few weeks job. ago. <laughs> that is literally what I'm thinking. I'm like, thank God we took him, Jesus. <laughs> Look, it could also depend on what they got to do to you in the ambulance. Okay. I'm just telling you that I had an ambulance bill and it was a lot. If somebody right? has to do a heart replacement in your in the ambulance, it's probably going to run you 20 grand, right? Oh, that's that way more than that. More than that. Okay. Okay. My point is, from a medical standpoint, I mean, just thinking about the money. All right. Okay, stay in the hospital. Over. Oh, Why is that so funny? <laughs> that twenty-five thousand dollar medical or uh, ambulance ride, man, just caught me off guard, man. I was thinking like two grand. So <laughs> it's way more than two. I've always I thought, like, you know, if I get into a bad ha- bad spot, I'll just call the ambulance. They'll come pick me up. Not for 25K. Okay, this says, now, I don't know how reliable of a source this is, an ambulance ride can cost hundreds or thousands of dollars out of pocket, even with insurance. The average charge for an ambulance ride ballooned 22% to $1,200 between 2017 and 2020 before insurance or discounts. Okay, so I could, I, I may be way off. I may have 10X'd it. Well, but I'm, that's- just, <laughs> I'm just telling you that I have had one ambulance ride in my life, okay. and I paid on that thing for over if, five years. If anybody is watching... And knows the cost of an ambulance ride. Please comment. (laughs) The point of this is, okay, medical bills are expensive. Okay, If you hit someone and it's your fault and you only have state minimum coverage, you're setting yourself up potentially for a major financial disaster for yourself. Okay. So the standard of coverage that we write is 100, 300. That's Mm -hmm. our minimum that we want to write. Okay. So $100,000 of liability coverage per person that you could hurt, Mm -hmm. 300,000 total for the accident. And then a hundred thousand in property damage. So, those are what you call split limits, right? right? The other option that we that we love is the combined is so like three hundred thousand combined mm-hmm. because that's so much more flexible. Okay, yep. if, you know you can you can use that three hundred no matter the mm-hmm. the situation, yep. whether there's one person, two people, whatever it is. Okay, so anyway, I back. I'm Sorry. losing it on the I, ambulance part, but that's that's why it's really important. And, and a lot of people don't know what those numbers even mean. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that you're properly covered. Yep. And to add to that, like that's, it doesn't even cost that much more money to be adequately protected like that. Mm-hmm. And and we'll tell people, and there's no disrespect. It's nothing like, if someone wants state minimum, we will tell them like we're just not the office for you. Yeah. Right. This is not what we're doing. Like we are professionals. We, like we take value in what we do and we want to make sure people are protected especially from a liability standpoint because exactly what dusty said i know me and my wife have both been in situations different situations i was 18 19 when mine happened and you were a little bit older than that right i mean you were 24 25 Mm -hmm. and you know there was there, there was times where if we had state minimum coverages like 
I mean, we would be paying that back to this right. day. Like, it can financially ruin somebody at an early age. People are like, well, I don't have enough money for him to even sue me for. Okay, that's great. But in Missouri, they'll garnish your wages yep. for the next 10, 15 yeah, years. Sure will. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. So if you took a 25% hit, what's that going to do to you over the next X amount of years? Right. Mm-hmm. Right? To have an extra, you know, okay, that could have been eliminated by paying an extra five bucks a month. Right? So. Right. I don't know. I just we just take a ton of pride on that. Yeah. Yeah. Our job is to educate why that's important Mm -hmm. and we will break it down. Yeah. And and we're also not selling anything or pitching anything that we don't believe in and have ourselves. Yeah. I mean I'm a hundred percent overly insured. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a big believer that you don't want to be overinsured, you don't want to be underinsured either. But I am definitely over. You we have are, to take the pick. We, you know, I'm, we're over, probably overinsured. If someone tries to sue us, they're not getting anything from us out of our pocket personally. And if that I was, die, then everybody, you know, you guys are millionaires. So. That was going to be my my story time. So thank God I had the coverages that I had. Yeah. Um, I rear-ended someone and. Um, I'll put a photo up on the screen of the damage that I did to this person's vehicle. Um, But he came back and sued me for $105,000. And he ended up getting away with $75,000. He earned $75,000 from the accident of this photo Mm -hmm. that I'm showing you. And um, all because he stopped working in the bedroom. So... Still I'm mind. just telling you. I'm and hey, listen. If you're hurt from an accident, get your money, honey. But there are also people out there that are going to take advantage of the situation. It is a sue happy world we live in, and more unfortunately, um, and that's why insurance is so high too. Yeah, um, it's because people take advantage of insurance companies, um, and it's just a big rolling. I mean, it's, it's just an ongoing process, right? So. Yeah. It sucks. I hate it, um, but it happens all the time. So you have people who drive around uninsured, and guess what? We're all paying for that, right? We're right. paying for the people who don't have insurance. We're paying for because guess what? When a company pays out a million dollars, do you think that just goes on that one person's account? No, that's spread out all the way across the board. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's why again insurance is so high, and everybody complains about that. But it's like everybody's the problem too. I mean. Right. Not everybody, I guess, but you know, a lot of the people. So um, there are that's ways. No offense, that I'm not saying. It, you, like, I think you guys get my point. I yeah. Think yes. That up, yes. But, and um, there are in the 21st century, insurance companies are getting smarter about this and finding ways to implement um, mm-hmm. telematics yeah. to better allow the customer to control their rates. That's so a great way to put it, yeah. Um, I don't know that. I know that there's a lot of skepticism on being controlled by the government or being watched by the government. Um, being tracked. Or yes, being tracked. That's kind of the <laughs> word I was looking for. Um, but ultimately, what they're trying to do here is, hey, Susie Q, you are distract- you're a distracted driver You know, 90% of the time, so your rates are going to reflect yep. right. your distracted driving. Um, or Susie Q over here, she performs really, really well on the road. She drives a lot of miles. She's a very safe driver. So she's going to be rewarded with that mm-hmm. with better rates. Mm-hmm. And yep. so that's kind of a way for the client to take ownership, take control of their own rates because on the flip side, we are kind of all being dinged in a way for 
the mishaps of others yeah. but this is our opportunity to take control over our rates and to drive better yeah so better. from taking the pool to making it more individual yeah, yeah. it's customizing yeah. your own rates and honestly i i 100 percent believe that every company out there in the future will require that to be a thing mm -hmm. you will be required to have an app on your phone or have a device in your car because that is a way to control your own rates mm -hmm. and that way it's not so you're not paying for everybody else's mistakes mm -hmm. so we're all being tracked regardless of yeah i mean if you got a cell phone, your phone's if on you on your, yeah yeah whether you've so. got a traveler's app on your phone your my phone always knows what i've been shopping for even on different apps well even so. if we use our <laughs> maps to like drive mm -hmm. to oh i don't know where this place is in overland park do 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 map it out yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah no anyway. i think that's good so yeah be just be more open um to the telematics whenever we bring it up we we do we do push it um mm -hmm. because it, again it's easy to jump on board now or you know you, you deal years, with it later five ten years yeah. from now you happen to do it anyway mm -hmm. yeah so get used to it make it a habit now help For your kids sure. now oh sure what else? What else? What else? I feel like, how long have we been on here? So, um, the next topic that we were going to cover is, well, we kind of already talked about it, just being one-year-old, celebrating yeah. that we're one-year-old. Um, so, and then the last thing, and I know Amanda already mentioned it, um, adding more companies. Yeah. Yeah. We're constantly looking for more companies to add in our arsenal. So, you know, even if we, today, if you came to our agency and we presented you with one best option, but communicated mm -hmm. with you that we shopped through everybody. You know, in two, three, four years, we're gonna have that everybody, there's going to be more people that we're going to be. Bigger. Yeah, we're just, mm -hmm. you know, we're so, anyway, always bear and that And if you line. are curious about who we offer, um, who we're partnered with and stuff, it's on our website. Yep. You guys can get on there, kind of mm -hmm. look. Um, we have several A-rated companies and then yep. some for our more. Uh, A plus. A plus. We just landed a couple really good companies in this past week or two, mm -hmm. um, and hopefully we'll get another one next week. And then by mid-October, we'll have another one. So I'm very excited, I mean, mm -hmm. about these new carriers we got. I mean, they told us no originally, and, and you know, we've just stayed, stayed on them and, and gotten some contracts with them, and hopefully continue to grow our arsenal um, with it. Um, some of those are for what general contractors yeah, and stuff? Yeah, so that's what I was going to talk about real quick, is, I mean, so really what we're offering is you know your course your auto and home mm -hmm. okay that's going to be that's a big part of what we do here um we do a ton of commercial um commercial i would say when it comes to commercial real estate uh general contractors um anything from an electrician to an actual builder um framers um landscape or landscaping uh, anything you can think of um any any kind of restaurants um, restaurants are a big deal big mm -hmm. big thing of what we do here um, or that what we can do here um, garage keepers, um, we're starting to get into that market. Okay, mm -hmm. so that'll be good. Um, and then the other big, big thing that we do is we do a ton of transportation insurance. Mm -hmm. So we're licensed in 33 states. So Caleb, um, he's our he's our trucking expert, trucking specialist. Um, we actually put him through a really cool class this summer, um, and he's a he's a nerd with it nowadays. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're licensed in what 33 states. 
something like that. Yeah, 30, 33 states. Um, we have a little over 300 accounts on the books. Um, so we're growing that, and we're, we're having a lot more, um, you know, uh, companies that are we're, we're getting contracted with. That's probably the hardest part of it. Anything we do is the trucking side. Yeah. Um, but we just landed a pretty big contract, I think, with uh, with a new carrier, and that we'll have access to middle of October, and that that'll also actually free up some other stuff with the commercial real estate. But um, uh, yeah, very very excited about everything yeah, we got. It's going to be on. a game changer. It really will be. So. What do you mean by transportation? So anything from, I mean, semis, I mean, semis, box trucks, any, any kind of um, transportation insurance, any kind of delivery service. Um, I mean, Dusty, so the transporting goods. Yeah, not transporting goods, general freight, um, agriculture. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, Dustin? so, I mean, any, it's funny because you, like, you think semis, mm -hmm. but if you've got a van and you're driving around Amazon stuff, Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a car and you're driving around Amazon stuff, you've got to have a commercial auto policy for mm -hmm. that. Um, so there's so much of that happening, mm -hmm. obviously, in the world in that we market. live in yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Now and more than ever. And it's not just people. I mean, the people that we're insuring are, are not the ones that you see driving down the highway that work for a big semi-truck company or a big trucking company. It's it's people that have their own small businesses just like what we are. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so to be able to give them options and to have more available to us to help help them mm -hmm. grow their business because uh, people don't realize this insurance for transportation companies is a massive massive yep. expense that's their biggest expense i would mm -hmm. say besides fuel probably i mean fuel and insurance are right there and you think they spent more uh, maybe this summer this past summer maybe over the summer i mean you're talking deal. about filling up and you know thousands of dollars just to fill up and that's not yeah. my that's 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 accurate so, yeah no i know I, I just i'm trying to outweigh that I agree i'm sure that. yeah for insurance is probably the biggest one i mean and so but basically any anything i mean it it, it doesn't even have to be the stuff that you own you know like yeah. let's say you're just a farmer that's transporting your mm -hmm. own your own stuff mm -hmm. um literally everything yeah. refrigerated goods is a huge thing as well yeah mm -hmm. Um, all the stuff, all of our food, you know, mm -hmm. that comes to the grocery stores, it keeps, you know, keeps things cold, all that. So, yeah, it's it's growing. It's not going anywhere. And nope. for us to be able to provide options. So this isn't like Uber transportation, transportation of <sighs> goods to be sold. That's yes. actually a great question and a good point, too. Um, isn't that considered rideshare if yes. you use your vehicle? That's I mean, where I was going. Your personal auto, you can put a rider on it for rideshare. But yeah, I mean, the transportation is big, um, very complex. Um, so we're learning on that. Um, getting some good carriers to the arsenal, so it'll be good stuff. But yeah, but yeah that's a little bit of everything we're doing year in. Um, talk about rate increases. I think we're I think we're good. Yeah, hopefully this was helpful. Um, even if you're another insurance agency, and hopefully you listened and learned something, or maybe can implement something that we're doing into your own agency and find it to be helpful for yourself or for your clients. Um, we always want to help. Mm -hmm. anybody in our industry whether that be the client or another colleague of ours so yeah. yeah so we have a QR code and I'll throw it up on the screen here all you do is scan the QR code I'll also link um, if you're watching this and you want to click on something rather than scan um, it's called canopy connect all you do is click the blue button I think or a black button yeah this says import my insurance and then you'll find your carrier carrier so if you currently have State Farm you'll click on State Farm Geico American Family whoever you currently have it'll ask you for your login and your password for your current insurance you'll punch that in it'll ask you for the date 
date of birth and um, driver's license number for all of the drivers. You'll punch those in. It will take you all of 120 seconds to get it done. I mean, if you have the information, yeah, yeah. it's if so you big. yeah, super fast as far as date of birth and driver's license numbers. But that'll be oh. your most difficult task is getting a hold of that stuff. But um, super duper easy, and then all of your information will be sent to our system, and then we can see your coverages, what you're currently paying, um, and of course, all your vehicles, VIN numbers. I mean, it'll send us boats. Um, we can see if you have a life insurance policy or not. We can't see any of the information on your life insurance policy, but um, makes it super duper easy. We'll quote everything out, give you a call, let you know your, what your, your rates are looking like. And yeah, and as far as your login and your password for your current company, we don't get any of that information either. It's all no, secure. Yeah, it's no, all very secure. Absolutely. So cool. You want to wrap up episode 10 for us? Go cheese. There we go. Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Hey, there's no other way to wrap Go Chiefs and get insured by Warren Amount's agency. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's go. Love and it. Peace out. Bye. If not, we're not friends.